episode number two. In this episode, Steve Klabnik gives you an overview of design patterns, why they're useful, where they come from, um, how to learn them, and uh, why they might have a bad reputation. What is a design pattern? So there's a really fun, there's a simple answer to this question, and there's a, there's a funnier, kind of more complicated, nuanced answer to this question. The simple answer is that a design pattern is a particular method that we have found to organize software that we give a name to so that's easier to talk about amongst each other. So like if I've solved the problem in a certain way before, I give that, that solution a name, and that way when you also understand what that name means, you can instantly know what I'm talking about with organizing um, software. There's, a, there's another definition that I really like, which is design patterns are missing programming language features. So if you're, uh, and this is kind of a, this is kind of an interesting approach to it. It's sort of a backhanded uh, jab at Java because the an original design pattern book was like C++ and Java examples. Um, and so Java people tend to use a lot of design patterns, but that's because their language does not have a lot of expressive stuff. I don't think that that means Java is bad, but some people do. Um, and so, you know, like, like Lisp, there are very few design patterns in Lisp because you can do whatever you want. So you don't need to like invent patterns to solve problems. Um, but yeah, I would say it's giving a name to a strategy of a problem, of a solution to a problem. Is it a relatively new concept? Uh, I want to say, so the Gang of Four book is in like 1998, I think. Um, yeah, so it's, it's kind of new, but in a certain sense, you know, everything we do is new because it's only like 40 or 50 years old, right? 60 years old. Um, so uh, I would say that being 10 years old out of the 60 is like kind of new, but also, you know, 10 years is a long time in technology. So, uh, Why are design patterns useful? The biggest reason that they're useful is that they're easy. It's like, they're like recipes in some ways, right? So if I, if you want to make chocolate chip cookies, I should pick a recipe that I actually know how to make. But uh, <laughs> if you want to make chocolate chip cookies, then it's really easy for me to give you, here's the steps in order, right? Like you do this, you do that, you add in milk and, you know, chocolate chips and whatever else goes in chocolate chip cookies. Um, but we have this name for it so that like, you don't have to repeat the entire recipe every single time that you want to, you know, communicate something to someone. So coming up with these terms um, is always super useful, and it's something that we do with design patterns and other things. Um, it's also nice just because you can like learn how to solve a problem that you haven't seen before, and then when you have that problem in the future, you can remember that solution. So that's what I think they're most useful for to me is being like, oh, I've seen this pattern before. I have a solution. It's called the observer pattern or whatever pattern you're trying to use. Um, can you name a few of the most important patterns people maybe should start with? Yeah, I would say that um, hmm, the most important patterns, this is hard. This also depends on programming language, so I guess I'll stick to Ruby for now. Um, I would say that the most important patterns are probably the uh, observer pattern, the uh, uh, builder pattern, and hmm, what's another really good one? Yeah, strategy is okay in Ruby, but it's a little bit hard. It's, it's more useful in statically typed languages than dynamically typed languages. When I think about the kind of metaprogramming stuff that I do in Ruby, I guess I tend to think more about delegation and composition than anything else. Um, and maybe, maybe like the command pattern makes sense too with blocks actually come to think of it. So yeah, I would say those are probably my top three um, by name. I think they're all classic ones that people know. I mean, anything that was in the, the Gang of Four book 
uh, is you know useful to get started off with because they're they're super classic. Uh, everybody, every, I don't say everybody knows them, but they're at least the most well known of patterns. Um, there's also a version of that book in Ruby as well called Design Patterns in Ruby. It's useful if you're a Rubyist. Would you say it's a topic beginners should dive into rather quickly? Um, maybe. I, I think that I think that it's a more of like a if you're a beginner and you're trying to get to be intermediate, like. Because at first, when you start programming, you really need to focus on the syntax and like the actual mechanics of how do I make my program do what I want it to do. And so design patterns are a nice way to like, once you've mastered that and you can sort of, you can, you understand the language well enough that the language is not the barrier. It's like thinking about the problem and solving the problem is the barrier. Then I think design patterns are a great way to like level up in your problem solving abilities by like looking at those problems and how they were solved. Um, because that's, that's really what it's about is practicing solutions. Um, how would you recommend to learn or apply design patterns in practice? Yeah, I would say if you're, if you're a Rubyist, that design patterns in Ruby book um, is definitely the best one. Um, also specifically because it's in the language you're actually programming in. And when you're a beginner and you're learning one language, it's hard to translate another language's examples to your language, right? So I think that that's probably the most important part actually is getting a resource that's in um, you know, the language you're using. Um, yeah. Do you sometimes feel that design patterns have a bad reputation? I, they do. I sort of hinted at that with my like uh, missing language features uh, thing. So some people don't like design patterns because um, they get overused. So it's also true that each pattern um, has drawbacks as well as positives. And so if you use the wrong pattern, then it can actually do more harm than good. And also, once you start combining patterns, it can feel really complicated. Um, another thing that's about patterns that gives them kind of a bad rap in some circumstances is that whenever you invent jargon by naming a concept, uh, you create two groups of people, the people who understand that concept and the people that don't. And so patterns are a strategy for the people that understand them to communicate more like efficiently by using like more jargon. Right, so if I tell you that, like, oh, I implemented that with the you know strategy pattern, uh, you know, via and also using command pattern with a singleton to manage the configuration or whatever, that's a sentence that makes sense if you have used lots of design patterns, but is totally impossible to understand if you don't. And so people can sometimes overuse them to the point where it's difficult for people who don't know the pattern to understand what's going on, and that can be a problem with patterns as well if you overuse patterns.